Aaron Zimmerman is publisher of Boston Spirit Magazine, and he's here to talk about the 15th annual LGBT Executive Networking Night on May 17th in Boston and give us his spin on our LGBTQ issues. Hi, David. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Give us a little background about Boston Spirit Magazine. So, Boston Spirit was started back in 2005. I had worked for some other publications in the Boston market. Most recently, at that time, I had worked for Boston Magazine, which is kind of the prototypical city regional glossy color magazine. And it struck me that um, with the population we have here in this area and throughout New England, uh, a magazine somewhat similar to Boston Magazine, only geared towards the LGBT community, would work. All the pieces were in place. There was a great audience, uh, educated, large, engaged, and there was nothing like it in the market. There were some other publications, some weeklies, but nothing that was doing more of the um, large-scale feature-driven articles and covering things like travel and the arts and things along those lines. So we thought there was a, a void and, um, and an opportunity and went for it. Tell us about the uh, 15th annual LGBT Executive Networking Night that takes place on uh, May 17th. When the magazine first started, there was an organization in place called the Greater Boston Business Council, and they were sort of the, um, the precursor to what is now the, the Massachusetts LGBT Chamber of Commerce. They were doing some good work, but I thought they were missing out on really some of the larger opportunities in the area. So as the magazine started, we got more and more involved with the community and the city. We realized that there were so many LGBT corporate professionals working in the big companies in Boston, you know, down the line, Partners Healthcare, Fidelity, and so forth and so on. And um, we thought, wouldn't it be great if we could get all these folks together for a networking night so that if, for example, a lawyer needed a banker or if somebody doing mortgages, needed a lawyer. Wouldn't it be great if all these people sort of were able to get together, have a networking night, and there was this little underground network of LGBT professionals all doing business with each other, and, and maybe the magazine could be at the epicenter of, of all of that. So we decided to go ahead and try this LGBT professional networking night, not knowing what would happen. First year we did it, we had 500 people, which was beyond what we thought we were going to have, and we immediately outgrew our room at the time. And we've been doing it ever since uh, at the Copley Marriott uh, in downtown Boston. We try to bring in a big speaker every year. So over the years, we've had Governor Healy, we had uh, the comedian Kathy Griffin come in, we had Robert Kraft, who's the owner of the New England Patriots, come in, and um, and this year we've got Jonathan Knight, who's um, a big TV star on HGTV now and uh, an even bigger uh, a star in the music world through, uh, through New Kids on the Block, which have been you know, massive for, for decades now. So we try to have a speaker that will excite people to come, uh, and we try to do some side sessions that we think people will enjoy. This year, we've got a great presentation from the LGBT History Project, and they're going to do a little uh, presentation on the history of the LGBT community here in this area. So it's an exciting event. It's a fun event. Um, there's lots of exhibitors, companies hiring, companies marketing, doing all kinds of fun things. We've got the speaker in the session. So it's just a fun night for everybody to get together, socialize, mix, mingle, network, get out, and, and really enjoy the community. What would you like to accomplish with uh, LGBT Networking Night this year? 
We typically have the same goals when we have this event during the year. And it's even more important now in sort of this post-COVID environment because we weren't able to do this event for so long and nobody was able to do any events for so long that it's so wonderful to get people together again. You know, we brought this event back last spring for the first time in, in three years. We had Amy Schneider as our speaker, and she, if, if anybody watches Jeopardy, she was just all over the place last year. I think she won about 50 days in a row and just became this transgender icon and TV superstar, and she was wonderful. The thing that struck me about last year's event was people were so happy to be out and about and together. The energy in the room was just, it was different, and you could feel it, and everybody had such a wonderful time. So I'd love to bring that back again this year, just to feel that happy vibe of everybody being together and mixing and mingling. That's one of the things we love to do. We've got a lot of companies that are hiring, so we, we love to be able to help them out and help out all of our attendees that, you know, that might be looking for career changes or new jobs or things like that. Um, and there's just lots of opportunity uh, you know, here, to, as I said before, to, to mix and to mingle and to network and to make connections, both personal and professional. Just bringing all that together and, and having a big night, you know, for the community and the city is kind of what we look to do every year. As a fierce LGBTQ ally, what would you like to see happen for our community in the Biden administration, especially dealing with over 300 anti-LGBTQ legislative bills facing our community across the country? It's a difficult issue. It's a difficult question. And it's a difficult uh, problem for the administration to deal with. Uh, because there are some things that can happen on a federal level, but it seems that so much now is happening on a state level. So I think the biggest and best thing that they can do and try to focus on is supporting local candidates that can make a difference in their cities and states. You know, you see what's going on in Texas. You see what's going on in Florida. You see what's going on in some of these other states. If there's a way that the Biden administration can put some of their resources and some of their weight into really supporting pro-LGBT candidates on the local level, that, I think, in my opinion, is really the greatest opportunity for change in some of these states, getting the local legislatures that support LGBT uh, rights and equality and getting some you know, mayors and governors and so forth. So uh, I would love to see them really, really be able to zero in and throw their weight behind some of these local candidates, you know, and act some change on the local level. With LGBTQ teens already four times more likely to attempt suicide than their heterosexual peers after facing bullying incidents, what advice would you have to these kids, especially in these challenging times? I have to say this is somewhat of a personal question for me because I have two teenage children. Uh, they are not LGBTQ. Uh, but being a teen now is so remarkably difficult. It's so hard. And being a teen who's a member of the LGBTQ community, you just add so many layers on top of that difficulty as it is. What I would say to these kids, and I've said to my own kids, is talk. Talk to someone, anyone. I told my own daughter a month ago, I knew she was down and it was just a difficult time for her. I said, you know, if you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. I understand. I get it. And it's okay. Talk to someone. Do you have someone? You know, can you talk to your friends? Can you talk to a teacher? Can you talk to a coach? Can you talk to anyone? And she, you know, she did. She said, yeah, you know, I, I, my friends are great. And we, we hash it all out and we talk and it helps. So I would say the same advice, if at all possible, for these kids is talk. 
Don't keep it in. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't try to manage it on your own. Find someone. Find a friend. Find a coach. Find a teacher. Find a mentor. Find a neighbor. Find a guidance counselor. Talk to someone. Let them know what you're going through. Find someone who can support it and just be there for you. It makes all the difference in the world. How can people get information about Boston Spirit Magazine and the LGBT Executive Networking Night? Everything is on our website, which is www.bostonspiritmagazine.com. You'll see the blog posts that we put up every day. You'll see some photos from past events. There is a, a page on the site where you can RSVP to attend the Executive Networking Night. There's a page on the site where you can sign up to get a free subscription to Boston Spirit. It's all right there on bostonspiritmagazine.com. What other projects are you working on? Well, we just actually partnered with Boston Harbor Cruises, and we are going to do a new event in the fall. It's going to be in September. We haven't finalized the exact date yet, but that'll be soon, and we are really looking forward to it because it's super, super fun. So what we're going to do is a giant wedding vow renewal ceremony for our readers and our followers. So for anybody who's following Boston Spirit or is a subscriber to Boston Spirit or a fan of Boston Spirit, whoever it may be, we're going to do this great event where we're going to have uh, hundreds of people on board one of the Boston Harbor Cruise boats. And we're going to do a giant wedding vow renewal ceremony complete with an officiant. And we're going to have food and we're going to have music and it's just going to be a really, really fun ceremony, and we're really, really looking forward to it. So uh, everybody keep an eye out. Um, there'll be information out shortly on that, both in the magazine and on our website and on our social media pages, and we cannot wait. So that's the big new thing we've got going on right now. Is there a question you wish people would ask you? I mean, the big one that I've gotten recently, I will say, is what happened to Boston Pride with the closing down a couple of years ago and then the new Pride coming up this year. So. We actually, for the last, oh my goodness, I think it's been about six months, we have had two reporters working on this story for the past six months, and it is the story is finally coming out as a major feature in our May-June issue, which comes out in a couple of weeks, and then we'll certainly put that story up on our website shortly after that. So that's been the big one I've gotten recently, and over and over, you know, about Boston Pride, because there's so much confusion. So that's a, a fascinating story that we're looking forward to getting out. And, uh, and other than that, no, it's basically gearing up for um, Executive Networking Night. We hope everybody can join us. As you said, it's on May 17th, and people can RSVP at our website, bostonspiritmagazine.com. There's a $15 charge to come in, but we've got lots and lots of hors d'oeuvres and fun things and giveaways, so we, uh, we hope everybody can join us. Do you have a favorite quote or a mantra to get you through these difficult times? So I actually have two. One of them sounds a little cheesy, I get it, but I still think the message is sincere. And the other one is one that I kind of adopted myself many, many, many years ago that I really try to keep front of mind um, whenever possible. And that one is, I call it my two-week rule. And if something's really bothering me, really bothering me, if I have a problem at work, if I have a problem at home, or if I have a problem you know, anywhere, uh, the first question I try to ask myself is, how important will this be in two weeks? And if it's something that's really bothering me that I think to myself, you know what, I'm not even going to remember this in two weeks, then I try to keep it in perspective. 
I try to dial myself back a little bit and understand that perhaps the gravity of the problem isn't as much as I'm making it out to be. So I really try to enforce this two-week rule whenever I'm dealing with something that's causing me any angst. And the other one that's just super cheesy that I just happen to like is, is a quote that I heard that basically says, winners never quit and quitters never win. So just keep plugging, keep going, something gets you down, keep going, don't quit, and, uh, and eventually you'll get to where you want to be.